0: hey how you doing welcome back to vicarious competition doing this one on the move getting ready for uh you might hear some some rustling uh some you know in the, in the background uh, we are getting ready for the upcoming rooftop rumble is happening this weekend uh, quick plug for that event that is a rooftop event it was a kind of covid inspired Typically outdoor event, kind of weather permitting, but is an outdoor monster apocalypse event held in South Philadelphia. That is open invitation for all. Uh, it is a monthly crush hour. It's turned into a little bit of a pilgrimage. Uh, you know, we get people from from pretty far that like to travel for this event. You know, like they come out, have a good time, um, spend a night or two here. We get folks that come from as far in as Pittsburgh. Uh, and, and I I think it's near Rochester, somewhere upstate New York. So if you want to get some in-person monster apocalypse in, uh, this is a good opportunity to do so. We try to keep it consistent. Uh, you know, it's usually around the the middle of the month. We announce each date a month ahead of time. So quick plug for that event. If you want to come out, hang out, um, throw some dice around more than welcome to do that. Uh, I think the tabletop simulator event. Just to continue plugging stuff. Uh, the next TTS is going to be going live soon uh, for signups. You know, and then you know subsequently they'll they'll run that event. And and I know there's some discussions of doing something that's a little bit more new player oriented as the Kickstarter gets closer to fulfillment. We wanna kinda do our best to incorporate some of our newer players into the fold and, and make them, you know, have like a easier, more engaging experience. You know, versus uh, you know, kind of jumping straight into, uh, you know, like a high-end competitive type situation. So we're looking forward to that one. also later this month, uh, working on Adepticon prep. So anybody that is going to be at Adepticon, I will see you there. Uh, very excited for that event. This is going to be my first time going to Adepticon. My partner and I, we do um, a, a lot of traveling uh for miniatures in general um a little bit of monster apocalypse on war machine a little bit of kings of war so we are no uh, strangers to travel but we have not been to Adepticon which is a categorically fully painted event uh every game system whether it's in the casual arena or in the tournament setting fully painted so i've been working on my list for that one We'll do an adepticon list review a little bit closer. I do kind of want to keep my cards a little bit close to my chest, uh, you know, and, and you know, you don't want people to have too much practice in your pair before a major event. So uh, that one will be a little bit of a surprise as it gets closer. So, um, but what I wanted to talk about today was some of the implications of the fall of the media companies. Um, the way that had unfolded in the meta <clears throat> really punished action heavy monsters uh you know and so they kind of started they fell to the wayside you know what i mean like people weren't playing them um the one that i think i'm most excited about is tharsis i kind of started monster apocalypse as a martians player those were the the figures and the models that that got me to originally buy into the game so a little bit independent of, of play style. Um, they do have a lot of skill expression, which is always good, but Tharsis was a monster that really suffered from the media because, you know, the, the way the monster works, you know, it has the repair action and then also hands out repair action. So so the medias were hitting you on your unit and your uh, monster turns, and the juice just wasn't really worth the squeeze in that regard. So... <clears throat> So that's a monster that I'm excited to put on the table. Um, there's a, a couple more incombustible options, but more importantly, the world clock, um, you know, cause that was another thing is that the incombustible buildings fell out of favor as well. So you weren't really seeing them quite as much. Um, so Tharsis didn't have a lot of good repair lines in the middle of the table. Uh, you know, in, in kind of the, the mid-game, uh, when you need it, when you still have it, while she's still in alpha. So... <clears throat> there's a little bit more viability in the Incombustible options, but the... First Guardian's World Clock is a game-changer for this one, because the way that rule is written, the Rise of Civilization, that lets you... it's when you perform a repair action. So that is something that will work on your monster turn. So that's something that's, and I've always been kind of a more action heavy player anyway. So other monsters that are really exciting with this change is Cthugrash goes straight back to the top. Cthugrash never stopped being a strong monster, um, but the media company meta definitely like cramped his vibe quite a bit. So, now that that one is resolved, um, Cthugrash gets a heck of a lot more exciting. I'll take a peek here and see who else really benefits. Um, Mecha Maxim gets a... Really just anybody with actions. Like, are we really gonna... Yeah, we'll go over and just sit here and look at everybody that has actions. Um, <clears throat> you know, so, so these types of monsters and these types of plays too. Like, there's some really complex uh, building plays that you can do. Uh and maybe we'll do yeah, let's do that next. Let's do a breakpoint episode and just talk about unit movement. We'll we'll do that next time. Um but there's a lot a whole s- loadout of buildings that let you move things around. Um But yeah, Tharsis and Cthulhu are really exciting. Um monsters like the conductor get even better than they they were already. Conductor is kind of like known for his absolutely brutal hyper form. He has beat back in that one. We gotta do, uh, also have to see which, where I left off with the monster highlights because we can go through those ones. But Conductor has pretty powerful actions in both alpha and hyper, primarily with moving buildings around and he likes empty foundations and those different sort of things. So that's going to be exciting to see. But uh, yeah, the, the world without the media companies are going to be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more Masters models in general. You know, I think the, the latest releases have kind of come out. Uh, people have gotten some, some table time in with them. But, but the, the Masters of 8th Dimension are all heavy action or you know every single one of them have actions on the cards um, and they're just really strong monsters they have really good kits their stat lines are great um, and I would expect the meta to to kind of start cycling back and seeing more of these guys in their pairs um, at least until maybe the, the end of March is going to be spicy we'll, we'll do a, a March release review too a lot of exciting stuff um, but just in kind of maintenance mode For right now, uh, thinking about pairs and different things. What monsters to play is like... I mean, I I guess that's the the golden question for all of Monpoc. But I feel like that haunts my dreams. Like, I just want to play all of them and you only get two. So maybe one day we'll have a tournament, like a knockout tournament format um, as the player base ages a little bit and they can kind of absorb that additional cost and upkeep. But I, I would love to see... Uh, a tournament where if your monster gets destroyed, you can't use them for the rest of that event. Give some interesting play patterns. You know, if, like, you're about to lose a game, you just kind of gun for somebody's favorite monster and try to, you know, help out the next person that that runs into them. So I think that would be interesting. Um, And and just trying to clear my painting queue. Uh, I'm down to the last couple of models, which is super exciting. I've never been fully painted in any of the games that I played, but uh, my Destroyer's Force is coming very, very close. So, who else could we. for the action dice? Mecha Maxim is really strong. Robocondo gets better too, you know, because that, that rocket booster, you know, gets that much easier to use. I don't think Orgadratron cares at all. Uh, that guy's still just kind of in a goofy place. Uh, the seismic stomp action ended up not being just as impactful, I think, as as they were expecting it to be. Zavod, seventy-five. Uh, he's got the summon action. This guy is still... He suffers so badly for being a speed 5 pedestrian. Um, I really like there's Akala monsters, but these guys just have such a hard time. Um, Zavod's going to be one of the... After the update, probably one of the worst uh, monsters in the faction, unfortunately. He has some interesting lines of play, but it's just really hard to get use out of him in alpha, and, and his positioning is so clunky that he suffers from that one but you never know you know the salvage actions are good um you know and as different buildings get released you know different uh options for monster pairs you know he, he might get um a little bit more attention they did make the lta gunship better so i, I don't know maybe listen if you like zavod go ahead but that's all I got for you guys today. A little bit of rambling, what goes on in my head. Uh, I, I wanted it to be more about lots of different monsters, but I just keep looking at, I'm excited to play Tharsis right now. That's a monster I'm looking very, very hard at to see you know, how that one looks on the table. So let, we'll talk about breakpoints in the next episode. Uh, so look forward to that one. Thank you guys for listening and I'll catch you next time.